Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today on the air on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. Patrick Leahy was elected to the United States Senate in 1974. He's currently its president pro tem and chair of the Senate Appropriations Committee. He served for 20 years as the chair or ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, where he remains the most senior Democrat. He's just published a memoir. It is titled The Road Taken, and it's a privilege to have him on the program. Hi, Senator. Thank you for being here. Happy to be with you. Thank you. So here's the deal. We were together on CNN on Saturday. On CNN, there's a time pressure, and I feel the need to be newsy. This is the real book interview. Are you ready? Well, as ready as I can be, I'm going to rely on you to ask the questions. So yesterday, my wife and I dropped off on a college campus, our youngest, to begin his senior year. And here's what I was channeling. Harry Chapin was a friend of yours. Explain. He was a dear friend. I, You know, when I was a prosecutor, I had to go to a meeting in Boston, and uh, I was driving down about 4.30 in the morning. I was going to stay overnight, and I had the radio on. I picked up Harry Chapin and Cats in a Cradle, and, uh, you know, they refrained that, and we'll get together soon, son. We'll have a good time then, as they keep putting off. I canceled my, um, my reservations for overnight, Drove back at home about one o'clock in the morning, so I could have breakfast with the kids. And wow, it I realized that there is something's more important than uh, uh, your job or anything else. And the and then I got to meet Harry Chapin. And I told him that, and we we really got along very well. And he liked coming up to Vermont with his family, so they came up to our old farmhouse and when they sit around and talk he'd sing songs to us and uh when he was in washington doing concerts he'd stay with us at our, our home in washington and a wonderful wonderful man he uh did so much to 
fight against hunger in America, and it was just tragedy that he was killed in an automobile accident when a truck hit him from behind, and uh, I is all I could do to keep my composure, and I gave one of the eulogies at his funeral. I can't listen to that song to the end. When I get to be your age, does it get easier? Uh, it brings back a lot of memories. I'll give you one example. Uh, our son was having, our oldest son was having his 15th birthday, and uh, we planned a big event for it. Well, then it turned out that at that time, former President Ford was going to be speaking at the University of Vermont. They wanted me to come up and introduce him. And we had a rule just never to cancel anything for our for our kids. Obviously, it would have been helpful to me. I was up for re-election to be there introducing a Republican president in a, at that time, Republican state. So I called President Ford our um, our, uh, his home out in California, and I started to explain why I couldn't be there. He said, Pat, shut up and listen to me. And I said, uh, yes, sir. He said, all the years I was in the House as Republican leader, then vice president, then president, I had to give up things of my kids because it was very important for me to do these political things. And you know what? I said, no, sir, what? To this day, I can't remember what was so darn important I had to Mm -hmm. go to. But I remember what I missed of my kids. You stay home. And that that night, a call comes in asking for Kevin. Uh, Would you please hold for former President Ford? Kevin, happy birthday. Wow. And I've told that story. Mm. In fact, uh, we we ran into... um, uh, Marcel and I ran into President Ford and after that, and she said, you know, Mr. President, can I tell you Pat's favorite story about you? He <laughs> goes, oh, oh, I'm afraid to hear. She said, no, she told that story. And he said, well, I meant it. You've got a wonderful family. Spend time with your family. One final, yeah. one final Harry Chapin question for Patrick Leahy. Is it cats in the cradle or is it this? It was raining hard in Frisco. Which, which oh, is your yeah, favorite? Taxi. Taxi? No, I, I, it's still Catholic. I love Taxi. And then he did an updated Taxi uh, going back out there 10 and years And finding her later. again. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, uh, but, and I like, I like both versions of Taxi, but Cats in the Cradle is the one that, in fact, I, in my book that I wrote, The Road Taken, I mentioned Harry, and I mentioned uh, Cats in the Cradle in there. And uh, I was thinking of that this morning. I just signed and mailed off a copy of the book to Sandy Chapin, his widow. Wow. Whom we still see. And it, there's so many of his songs that, that meant so much. There's Tangled Up Puppet uh, talking about his daughter becoming a teenager, and he sat in our living room, our farmhouse, and our daughter was in a teenager. And a friend of hers from school is the same age, was there, and he sang that. Um, the 
young women loved it, and the parents had their tears <laughs> coming down their face. But Senator, it, it's, I, I got to ask you he, this: He had such a sense of, of family. Is is the Deadhead Caucus still only one member? You? <laughs> no, there's a couple of them privately. Oh, uh, is that like, right? Uh, I mean, Al Franken was was oh, yeah. really good good at that, and uh, I there's one of our police officers, plain clothes officers, who wears Jerry Garcia ties, <laughs> and, and, I, and I always check to see which one he has on. <laughs> That's hysterical. And, and he, he said he just wishes on duty the time I took Jerry Garcia and all the other uh, members of the Grateful Dead band to lunch in the senator's dining room. We, we, we had a rule at that time, you had to wear a tie. Right. Jerry, had, Jerry hadn't brought a tie. Fortunately, I had an extra Jerry Garcia tie in my office, and I loaned it to him. This is Patrick Leahy. His memoir is called The Road Taken. It's, it's just been published. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Listen to Michael live, weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. This is Patrick Leahy. His memoir is called The Road Taken. It's it's just been published. You have a meeting when you're a young prosecutor at the FBI building with J. Edgar Hoover. And when you introduce yourself, he says, you tell the story in the book, oh, I know who you are. 
Is that because yeah. he'd is that because he'd read about you prosecuting or not prosecuting skinny dippers? Well, I had written a sort of tongue in cheek column about skinny dipping and say I researched all the law and even the the unfounded rumor that Calvin Coolidge had gone skinny dipping in Vermont and it was basically laying out if they're not bothering anybody, there's no law being broken. Well, the the old, old Washington Star, a conservative newspaper, wrote an editorial saying they wished John Mitchell, the Attorney General, and J. Edgar Hoover, head of the FBI, would show the same sense of this uh, unknown uh, prosecutor in Vermont. Well, I was also vice president of the National DAs, and we all had a meeting with Hoover. And he... Uh, he must have seen the editorial. He didn't care for my comments. And he had out in his uh, outer office all these things from newspapers that praised him and um, actually blasted Attorney General Kennedy and President and others. I mean, and he even had a uh, chart showing the organization of government, but it had him at the top and arrows down to the president, the Congress, and others. The man was, uh, well, he, he was very scary. You say in the book, the Senate is a broken place. You say in the book, quote, legends of the old Senate were being replaced by partisan cookie-cutter replacements like Russian nesting dolls, the next one smaller than the one before. And there are a lot of great stories about the camaraderie that existed in a place like Iron Mike, Mike Mansfield's backroom bar. Where was the break point? When did the old Senate end and the cookie cutters take over? No, it's a good question. I, I, I wrote uh, The Road Taken just to... Uh, show how that evolution, hoping that new senators coming in might read it and see how it could be. It, it sort of started after the Newt Gingrich uh, re revolution in the House, where everything had to be just one party, whoever's in charge, they have the say, and there's no more uh, working with the other party. A number of his acolytes then became senators, and they tried to carry out the same thing. And it became, uh, you either followed this party's uh, dictates, or if you're in the other party, you follow theirs, which was a huge mistake, because it just brings about gridlock, uh, and whereas I, I found the legislation I've written it's been best when I've worked with Republicans uh, as uh, as well as Democrats because uh, nobody's got the answer to everything. And I've even, and partly because of my seniority as president pro tem, I've, I've had a couple of beautiful offices in the Capitol, and I will, um, I loan them out to, senators who want to have a family gathering or something, both Republicans and Democrats, I just give them the keys and say, here, go on and enjoy it. 
And I also had meetings in there of both Republicans and Democrats together. There's no press, no staff, just us. And we talk about family, we talk about our states and everything else. And then we usually find common ground on major legislation. I'll give you one example. I don't want to go too long on this, but uh, about three years ago, we had the longest shutdown of the government in history. Uh, Donald Trump said we hadn't put enough money in for his wall so he wouldn't sign the appropriations bills. Finally, four of us sat in that room. Dick Shelby, conservative Republican, and myself, Nita Lowy, a liberal Democrat, Kay Granger from Texas, a conservative Republican. And the four of us sat there. We talked about family. We talked about home. And then we talked about how do we get out of this mess. And by and after a couple of hours meeting there, we had it solved. We brought it to both the Republican and Democratic leaders. They said, look, if the four of you agree, we'll accept it. And we reopened the government. But those things can be done. They can't be done if all you have is go on and do sound bites or tweets or things like that. And... Uh, take out the most extreme, uh, uh, most extreme positions. There's too much of uh, my way is the only way we could take. That's Senator, not the way the American public feels. Just one or two more, and thank you for being so gracious with your time. The memoir is called "The Road Taken." January six, when the Senate has been evacuated. You find yourselves now in a secure workspace. And in the book, you say, quote, in our secure workspace, the rank and file of the Senate milled about. Was everyone segregated by party? Were the R's with the R's and the D's with the D's? I'd like to think that that there was camaraderie then where people were saying, hey, this is nuts and we've got to put an end to it. You know, we came in and uh, a lot of seats in there. And they started sitting by party, and within minutes, everybody was up and just talking with each other, Republicans and Democrats. Somebody raised the point that we could vote to have the Senate meet in that room. I stood up and said, no, uh, I'm the dean of the Senate. Let me tell you, let's wait, even if it takes hours for the bomb-sniffing dogs and all to go through the uh, Senate chambers, Let's go back where the American public can see every one of us and hear what we have to say. I got a huge applause from both Republicans and Democrats. They all said, yes, let's do that. And we went back to the, uh, I mean, there had been a real partisan feeling before the insurrection. We went back and you you could see on the floor Republicans walking over the Democratic side and vice versa, and senators talking to each other in the well of the Senate. The vice president came back. Uh, I I complimented him for staying in the Capitol, not fleeing the Capitol. And we started working together. Didn't last all that long, but it it sure did that day. I think we have to realize January 6th, was a terrible threat to uh, uh, to this country. Uh, 
we had, we talk about nine uh, eleven, and that was terrible when they uh, w- when the terrorists flew airplanes into the twin towers and into the Pentagon. But we knew that came from out of our country. There are mostly Saudis in there, and uh, Osama bin Laden has tried to engineer it. And but here we were talking about Americans versus Americans, and that's not the way the country should be. So we we've got to start realizing we have to change. I'll bet you know that Senator Lindsey Graham said yesterday that if there's a prosecution for of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information, there'll be riots in the streets. And my question for Patrick Leahy is, should that be taken into consideration by Merrick Garland? You're a former prosecutor. Should he be thinking about the consequences for the nation? I, I think he, he will, but he, I think he also knows that ultimately nobody is above the law. And I... I'm, uh, Lindsay certainly knows that, and I, I was surprised that he said something like that. Uh, we should follow the law, and we should uh, make sure that we we respect the law. Uh, when I was a prosecutor, I prosecuted both Republicans and Democrats. I uh, leaders in my party and leaders in the other party. Now I realize that's not the national thing of a former president. But people said, all right, uh, he's following the law. And I've always felt nobody, senators, presidents, nobody's above the law. Now, if it turns out that there is a certain level of classified material that was down there, uh, then I think you have a very serious matter. Remember, this is Donald Trump who disclosed highly classified material to the Russian foreign minister and and telling him how much he admired Putin. Uh, by doing that, he damaged another country, a close ally of ours, who had to immediately get their uh, intelligence people out of places where they were because they'd be in danger. Because, of course, disclosing it to the Russians, it went to, uh, uh, it, it hurt us. So, a long way around to say, let's see what comes out of this, the final thing. Now, now Donald Trump is facing charges in a lot of other courts on other matters. Uh I know how President Ford felt in pardoning Richard Nixon for far less things than Donald Trump has done, and because he pardoned him because he did not want the country to face the idea of a former president being prosecuted. It, I want to see all the material that comes out of there before I, I might make a final thought of it, but I think it's... It, would be a bad mistake for any uh, any senator of either party to prejudge what should be done. Final question for Senate Pro Tem Patrick Leahy. The book is called The Road Taken. Senator, over the years when I have told individuals to go F themselves, usually they've been my friends. 
when Cheney said it to you, was it in a friendly way or not? Oh, it was not a friendly way, and uh, uh, he uh, and I wasn't going to say anything to anybody else, but the Republicans overheard it. Were so shocked, they're the ones that told it to the press. Now, Dick Cheney and I get along most of the time very well. In fact, that uh, when George H. W. Bush was lying in state at the Capitol. We'd been in there together just paying respects at the uh, at the coffin. We walked out, and we had arms around each other's shoulders, and we were smiling, talking about somebody, something, and somebody in the press said, boy, we'd love to have overheard what you two are going. He also, uh, uh, after he had accidentally shot a friend of his in, in the face while hunting uh, in Texas, I was uh, in Texas about a week or so later visiting our son. We'd gone out running across the desert. I tripped, fell, broke my glasses, scraped the heck out of my face. We, uh, the next, the day after we came back, we had a joint meeting of the Congress, and so he was there as vice president. He looks at me and says, Pat, what happened to you? I said, well, Dick, uh, last weekend I was in Texas. He goes, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) And and to gales of laughter from both Republicans and Democrats. And and, and so we, we get along fine. The book's great. The stories are terrific. I've only scratched the surface. Thank you so much for coming here and sharing some of them. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. And I enjoyed being with you on, uh, on the weekend. Me too. Thank you, Senator Patrick Leahy. The book is called The Road Taken, ladies and gentlemen, a memoir from the senator from Vermont. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. 
Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. There was so much more that I wanted to get to with Senator Leahy, including the fact that his (laughs) advice to candidates running for office in Vermont. Tell me. You never say to a constituent or a potential constituent, nice to meet you, because chances are you've met them before. Okay, so that's hysterical, right? It's very funny, very charming stories that are are in the book. Well, The Road Not Taken is one of my favorite poems, so I loved the title. Frost is from Vermont. Right. I love the title, The Road Taken. Mm -hmm. Is it salty? Like, is the language salty? I was surprised. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, not at all. But I was surprised by your your um, story about, you know, F you. Well, Dick Cheney famously told him to F himself. So I don't I didn't remember that. Story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. On, on the floor of the Senate. Hey, Le- hey, Leahy, go F yourself. Whoa. And I was saying to Patrick Leahy, when I say that, it's usually a term of endearment. Oh, oh, that's I'll good. T- I'll Whoa. tell you my, my that's one. That's actually really good to know. <laughs> I'll tell you, my, I'll tell you my, one, my one Patrick Leahy story. Okay. Are you, you ready for yes, this? Please. It's not going to take long. Okay, good. My wife and I were driving to a social event at a friend's house. What could possibly go wrong there? And we <laughs> pulled up to an intersection and there was a couple in a car at a at a stop sign. Okay. Clearly uh, befuddled and, and out of, uh, like, you could just tell they were lost. Okay. I look over, I'm like, that's Patrick Leahy. Here? I rolled, I rolled down my window and I, I said, Senator, follow us. We're going to the same place. Stop with yourself. That's my story. That's a great story. <laughs> now, given his, look, he's he's an older gent. But he still remembers everything. Doesn't he? I wonder if I had told him that, if he would have... Remembered? It's so nondescript, you know? Can we call him back? Do you remember the time you were at a stop sign in the (laughs) suburbs of Philadelphia? I remember that, just because, you know, when you get lost, it's If I I told the full story of where we were going, he would definitely remember. Mm. I think based on the description I offered you, probably not. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.